Hi, welcome to 2022. How are you feeling? Are you ready for it? Is it showing up big? Is it showing up quiet? Is it showing up loud? I think that a lot of people right now are doing that. I'm going to eat well and exercise and just change all these things. And that is awesome. And I think a lot of people will really be able to sustain that. And then there are people like me and others that sort of can't even get that jump start to do it differently because it feels like um, it's not true. Like I don't want to go to the gym every day. I don't. I do want to be healthy. So how can I do that? What sort of things can I plug into my day? And are we doing that because people around us are doing it? People have told us we're to do it. It's what is expected in the new year. What are your resolutions? What are you going to do? I wonder what it would be like to set intentions for yourself rather than resolutions. Resolutions feel like a pass fail. So intentions. I intend to do a better job getting to bed on time. Or I intend to... um Nutrify my body differently. Those are, those are more sustainable oftentimes because there isn't a punishment with them. There's this sort of keeping my word to myself. I hope this thing for myself. Um, there's lots of ways to find momentum rather than motivation. I think motivation is something that doesn't always show up organically unless we've had a really positive experience with a particular uh, attempt to do something. So if I, if I started running and I felt really great, my motivation to run again would come into play because I want to feel great again. And it's not just exercise. It's, it's anything in our life. So momentum comes when we do something and we do it again and we do it again. And we sort of become consistent in that thing that we're doing creating an energy behind it. You know, it's inertia. It's that it's physics. So if every day I wake up and I journal for five or 10 minutes and I do that every day consistently, then I might begin to have momentum behind that. And it becomes an automatic habits aren't formed because we're excited about something necessarily. They're formed because we keep doing something. So this works well for us if it's something beneficial. We also sometimes have habits around things that aren't so beneficial to us, but because we keep doing them, they're automatic, they're in place. Our brain decides, oh, she keeps doing this thing. We're going to make it automatic. We're going to habituate it for her. And when those things are wonderful for us in our space, that's awesome. When they're not, the brain doesn't know the difference. It's just kind of automated it for us. In the new year, what is in place that works? What's in place that maybe if you took it away, you'd have more room and energy for other things? And dare I say, what excuses are we making that keep us from doing something different? Wayne Dwyer is a great book, Excuses Be Gone. And it's just that conversation you have with yourself that matters. It's that I'm I'm deciding to do this. I'm willing to do this. I want to do this rather than I have to or I need to. Again, that pass fail mentality, making time for yourself, 
you might have a really great work-life balance. You go to work, when you come home, you, you've left work at work and things work like a well-oiled machine. That doesn't necessarily mean that you've taken time for yourself. It means you've found ways to balance things out. Taking time for yourself doesn't have to be that you've gone away for three or four days straight. It can be, I am, I'm going to come home from work. I'm going to say hello to everybody and I'm going to go have a, a timeout with myself for 10 or 15 minutes before I fully engage with the next activities. It sets the example that I am important. I need to refuel and refill whatever that looks like. So maybe you go sit in your room for a few minutes and read before you go down and start dinner. Maybe you talk to let the people that you live with know what kind of a day you've had before you get home sort of setting that tone. I've had a really rough day. Hey, could you start dinner? Or uh, I've had a really great day and I'm highly energized and I can't wait to hang out with you guys tonight, whatever it is. If we don't let each other know where we're at, where where our fuel level is at, uh, we sometimes take other people's actions personally, or we sometimes forget to take care of ourselves. And then we are even more depleted noticing when you're irritable, noticing when you don't have the energy for the things you want to have the energy for. Check in with yourself. Have I hydrated? Have I had good nutrition today? Have I moved my body? And that doesn't have to be a three mile run. It can just be, you know what, I'm going to put music on and dance it out while I'm waiting for dinner to cook or whatever the thing is. And here's a big one. Are you doing in your day Things that bring you joy, things that bring you satisfaction, fulfillment. Are you doing for others? Sometimes when we get caught in our own head of the things that are going on in our life that are stressful, sometimes when we step outside of that and do something for someone else, it can release a different sort of energy for ourselves. And are you doing things in the day that serve you as well? Are you at a job that fulfills you? If you're not, what are your options? I hear so often, I can't leave my job. I need the insurance. I need the money. Okay. Those things are very true. Are there other options to have a job that gives you the income and the insurance and the things that you need? Are we using our gifts in the fullest way possible? Is there something that if you didn't have to worry about money, you would do? Is there a way to make that make money? Are you engaging with the people that you care about? Or do you sort of wait until the holiday or a birthday or something like that and do the obligatory get together and then that's it? Know what energizes you. Know if you need to be around people, go be around people. Know if you need to have time to yourself, have time to yourself. I oftentimes um, operate as an extrovert. People see me as an extrovert, but I'm kind of an introverted extrovert. I can do the extrovert thing. I definitely need time to myself with no background noise, nobody needing me to tend to anything. And I refuel that way. And sometimes it's reading a book. Sometimes it's crafting, whether I'm making a quilt or painting something or um, organizing or whatever it is. But I know what I need. And when I do that, I come back fuller, more able to engage with others and give them 
what they need or what they desire in their interaction with me. A lot of people would consider it selfish. I think that some of the most wonderful moments are self-centered moments where you're really reflecting, where you're really meditative on your life or doing a gratitude journal or a list of things that you're grateful for. Those sort of things, they're very self-centered in the sense that you're checking in with yourself. You're refueling emotionally, physically, spiritually. Those are super important because when we are doing that, we are more equipped to be there for others, to respond to others well, to interpret interactions with others in a positive way. Our perception in any given moment will inform our response. So if I am perceiving um, a situation with low energy, low attention, low mm, desire to be there, I'm going to perceive that interaction or event or experience probably more negatively than if I came into it fully fueled in myself emotionally, physically, spiritually. My perception may shift and I may be able to engage in a fuller way, more present way. When we learn how to be present with ourselves, we're more more able to be present with others. And mindfulness is, is a catchphrase. And I don't think it means necessarily that you need to go and empty your mind. I think mindfulness is just being in the moment and not going forward into the what's next or what has been. So I listen to hear rather than to respond. I have the experience without letting the ghosts of all past experiences that look the same as that come in and and change my perception. Being able to be present saves so much energy. It keeps us from working harder than either the people we're with or the actual experience that's going on. So I'm challenging you in this little quick, hi, how you doing? Happy New Year episode to just check in with yourself. What do I need? What do I want? And what is around me that can bring that into place? There are options. There are choices. And if I don't feel confident in making a choice or making a change, who could I ask to sort of be a, a encourager, a coach, a accountability person? Um, if I say I want to do this thing next Thursday, that person will call me on Wednesday and say, hey, are you geared up to do that thing tomorrow? Right. So if we have that in our space, sometimes it it's a bit of a uh, momentum starter rather, right. Rather than motivation. And we can have some satisfaction in going, wow, I did that thing. And it really made a difference. So my hope for you is you go into your day and you do one thing differently and you sort of reflect on that and say, how was that for me? Do I want to do that again? I think we all have a strength. We haven't remembered to tap into in when it comes to making changes. So I'm going to hold hope for you and send you warm thoughts and encouraging thoughts. If you know someone that could be encouraged by this episode, certainly pass it along to them. I'd love to hear from you. If you would like to DM me on Instagram um, or leave a review or a comment below. And thank you for listening. I appreciate having um, the opportunity to be here and share some thoughts and hopefully tips and inspiration for you to do your daily differently. 